Uh, today we're finishing up talking about the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul, for a lot of people, causes mixed feelings and there's a reason for that because of his single-mindedness. When you read, he literally wrote half the New Testament. And when you read about and read what the Apostle Paul says, it's very specific and it's very kind of life-changing. He's saying, now that you're a believer in Christ, that means you change. And that kind of think back to his roots when he was so specific about what God says he takes that seriously. And I think it makes sense that we take that seriously. But he is so specific about what it means to be a dad. He challenges us, right? What does it mean to be a mom? What does it mean to be a male? And what does it mean to be a female? And he challenges us to say, what does it mean to, if you're a slave owner? And what does it mean if you're not a slave owner? What does it mean if you're free? Like, what do all these things mean uh, as a kid and a child? Like, what is an employer? All of these things are challenging. And all of these things push us as a Christian to say, like, what, what's next? And as a guy, I think as you just kind of think about the life of Paul, I'm 100% sure I won't want to hang out with him. I mean, he sounds kind of miserable to be around, not because he wasn't such a great Christian, but because he was. Just think about his single-mindedness to the task. It says that once he understood the gospel, remember, he, he goes immediately into Damascus and starts to preach. They want to kill him. He goes to another town. They want to kill him. He does that there. He studies for 10 years. He teaches for a year. They estimate he traveled 10,000 miles on foot for his three and possibly four missionary journeys. That's not even counting what he travels on a ship. He's dedicated to a singular mission. And it, it, with all these accomplishments and starting all these different churches and writing half the New Testament, you would think like at the end of his life, like as he faces prison, really, this is ultimately what takes him. He goes and he goes into prison once, which isn't a big deal, like house arrest. But then later on, the Mamertine uh, dungeon, really, in Rome, you can still go see that today. He's, he's in here. And towards the end of his life, he, he comes to this conclusion. It's not about the stuff that I have. I was listening to a story, and I could not find it. I searched and searched and searched. But it was on uh, NPR or something like that. But a, a woman was saying, I thought she was from Australia. She was talking about her grandfather. And when her grandfather died, they're going through his stuff in the closet. And they get to the back of the closet. There's a shoebox. And they open up the shoebox. And it had like four Olympic gold medals in it. And she said, I was blown away at his humility because he never, ever mentioned this. If this was me, and I even thought about going to the Olympics, that would probably be my starter for every conversation I ever had. They're like, would you like the regular oil change? I'm like, I was, almost went to the Olympics. You know what I'm saying, right? And so, like, this is how he's, Paul, at the end of his life, has all these things in, in as far as following and dedication to Christ that would put him towards the top. But he says very simply, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's it. And all this stuff, like, if, if God lets me still live, I'm going to continue to proclaim him. And if I die, I'm with Jesus. And I think if our biggest takeaway on this whole earth is, A, that God can use you, but B, as God uses you, and, and, and puts opportunities in your life, it's very, very simple. Do whatever you can to get closer and closer to Jesus, and I find that God's going to open the doors for you in your life. Let's pray. Uh, dear Jesus, you appeared to Saul on the road to Damascus. You changed who he was, and you used him. Uh, use us in that unique way. Uh, help us look at all the opportunities you have, the gifts you've given us, and not that that puffs us up, but instead these are gifts you've given us how can we use these gifts for your church? How can we use these gifts in the people, lives that we live with? And how can we proclaim so clearly who you are? Because ultimately, if we keep living on this earth, that's fantastic. We get to give you glory. But if we die, we get to be with you. So it does not matter in the end. We push all that aside and see what Paul proclaims so very clearly, the sufficiency of you as our Savior. And that life doesn't really happen and identity doesn't happen until we find it in you. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you.
Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here with Time of Grace. We hope that you love this podcast and that it helps you grow in your faith and get closer to Jesus. And we would love more and more people to have that experience too. Which is why I want to ask you today to leave a review of this podcast. With just a few moments of your time, you can help us spread the word to more people who can meet more and more of Jesus. Besides, what else are you going to do? Look at your phone? Check the weather again? Go on social media? Binge on Netflix? Okay, I won't shame you, but we'd love a review. Thanks. Thanks for sharing this podcast, and we'll talk to you soon.